Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me talk about the Rose of Tralee. Really and truly. I have to be honest, I think it's the most embarrassing programme on Irish television. I know loads of people love it. Please don't have a go at me. Particularly the people of Cork, where it's held every year. I know you all love it. Oh, it's in Kerry. Sorry, I do apologise. Sorry, yeah, in Kerry. Uh, I meant to say that in Tralee. Uh, people love it. They absolutely love it. I know. As in the clue is in the title. I understand. But anyway, getting back to the Rose of Tralee. You love the Jesus thing. Now, they've changed the rules. Oh. They did change them a few years ago, by the way. Do you remember the few years ago it was all hoo-ha over women who had children weren't allowed to enter and they changed that, that it's all right. You know, if you're a single mum, you can enter. Uh, they're all being politically correct. But now, it gets worse. You can now enter if you're married. That's a new rule now. You couldn't get entered if you were married before. You can also now enter if you're a transgender woman. Uh, but you, you can be sure, obviously, there's a transgender woman in it this year because that's obviously when they've changed the rules, maybe to apply to the person. I don't know. But the significant changes to the competition rules were confirmed by the festival chief organiser, Anthony O'Gara, this morning. And speaking this morning, Mr O'Gara said, Transgender women have never been explicitly ruled out from entering the festival, but it has to be pointed out that a clear policy stating that trans women are welcome as opposed to just presuming that they feel welcome. It's important to be proactive in that area and to make sure that we reach out to people and make sure they feel comfortable. And he's talking about not just them, but married women as well. And the maximum age limit, by the way, has also been increased in this year's competition. Uh, with women aged 29 and uh, under now allowed to compete. Ah, Ashling, I won't be able to compete. I was, I'm, well, no, you're a pastor as well. I was, I was thinking of competing and identifying. I could identify as a woman. No lean. They call me no. Oh, Ruth, is vegan. She can go. But they let vegans into it, do they? Why would they let vegans in? Anyway. <laughs> I could I could have entered if I wasn't 58. If I was only 29, I could identify as a woman and probably enter, call myself Nolan, because you can, you know, self-identify nowadays. And Mr. O'Gara also said the change was a natural progression. The lifestyle of people is changing, so women are getting married later and having families later. It's just trying to track what's happening in society, really, he said. Now, the festival has been cancelled for the past two years due to COVID-19 restrictions. Mr. O'Gara said he has his fingers crossed for 2022. The festival is scheduled to take place from August 19 to 23 next year with events, um, 10 events held at local level leading up to the county final. So today I want to get your thoughts on the competition. Now, I, I know it's not a beauty competition per, per se. Beauty, inverted commas. It's a kind of personality competition, isn't it? You know, and a person competition. But although there's a bit of beauty in it as well, isn't there? You know, I mean, they're looking for good-looking fillies as well. You know what I mean? They're not looking for your average Joe. I, I don't believe so. Because the women who have won it in the past, most of them have been, you know, reasonably attractive ladies. And then you have to do something. Like, you know, dance or play a tin whistle. Or make an Ikea chair on the table or, or on, the, on the stage. And then you've got Dahi. God bless him. He's a lovely man. But Jesus, some fierce, awkward questions. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... I don't know whether this is just diddly idle, outdated nonsense that just needs to stop. I mean, really, in 2022, do we need to be parading people on a stage, playing tin whistles and singing songs and, you know, looking at them in the laguna in their lovely dress? They don't do all the swimwear stuff they used to do, all that kind of stuff years ago. 
I don't even know if they did that in the Rose of Tralee. I know they do it at the Miss World. Is the Miss World still a thing, Ashling? Do they still do they still do the Miss World? You're kidding me. Ah, oh, Jesus. Anyway, the Miss Ireland's and the Miss Worlds and the Miss Universe and the Miss Photogenics and the I know they have a Mr. World as well, don't they? Anyway, and uh, and the Rose of Tralee, of course, is traditionally Irish, but I just cringe when I see it. Maybe it, that's me. Educate me here today. Educate me. Please let me know if you think this is, you know, something worthwhile or you think we should even continue doing it. I mean, they just keep changing the rules every year. I mean, do you think it's outdated? Ridiculous. I mean, is it a tradition that must be protected in Ireland or is it an embarrassment? And time the competition came to an end. Oh, here we come. Here's Maura. Maura, how are you doing? You know, and it's like, what are you going to do for his day? I'm going to recite a poem, Dahi. I mean, Jesus Christ almighty. I am from Chicago. I'm the Chicago Rose and I'm going to recite a poem. I mean, it's just awful, isn't it? I mean, but I mean, it's on for two days on telly and people watch it and they get excited about it. And I don't, I just don't get it. Anyway, maybe you're like me. Maybe you completely disagree with me. I don't know. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. The question I'm simply asking you is, with the Rose of Tralee constantly changing the rules, now you can be married or transgender or under 29 or whatever it happens to be. doesn't matter. You can be anything you want and you can enter it. Um, do you think it's completely outdated and desperate competition? Or do you think it's the most wonderful thing in the world? Certainly it is for the people who carry in Tralee for tourism. Uh, the number is 87 8 That's 87 8 is it outdated? Jesus, I didn't know that. Dotty, 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 Dotty met his future wife in the Rose of Tralee, so obviously he took a bit of a shine to her. No, I, I agree with you. I can't watch the Rose of Tralee. Boring. By the way, they should get rid of that awful guy, O'Gara, who was on there. Oh, your, oh, your man, the spokesperson. Yeah, sorry, I didn't want to read too far into it. Didn't know what you were thinking, saying there. The spokesperson, you mean? All right. Why, you don't like him? Oh, fair enough. Uh, let me just go to Lisa. Lisa, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Lisa? Hi, Niall. How are you? Okay, the roses for Lee. Do you watch it? No, I don't watch that choice now. Oh, so. God. There you go. That's summed oh, it up no. really, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, why not? Why do you not watch that? It's like a human cattle market. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed for any woman who is willing to parade herself. You know, it's a bit Father Ted, isn't it? Now, <laughs> what was the, what was it called on Father Ted? I'm trying to remember the name of the competition. Uh, oh, the lovely, lovely girls competition. Yeah, the lovely girls. <laughs> 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 the lovely girls competition. Yeah, it it's is really a bit old. like that, isn't it? That's ridiculous. I mean, this day and age where. Women fighting for decades, hundreds and hundreds of years for a bit of equality, and they're willing to step up on the stage. And that for the vast majority, some little fat rich man get richer by judging them. Yeah. You know, and seeing are they, are they good enough for the world? And yeah, no, no, no. But they say it's not a beauty competition. Sorry, it, they're kind of. They say it's not a beauty. The Rose of Tralee particularly is not a beauty competition. Well, I've never seen anyone ugly winning it. <laughs> I was, you know? I did say the same thing earlier on. The girls that win it tend to be the more attractive ones. Now, I'm only saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. They do. I've never, ever seen, you know, any woman unattractive. 
win it. Yeah, no, but they do, no. well, when they're entering it, it's probably, it is probably sort of some precursor that you have to be reasonably attractive, I suppose. And then you have to be able to do something like play the violin or tin whistle or sing a song or read a poem or something. Do you know what? It's, it's like being in your granny's years ago. You know when you have to stand in the corner and do a little jig or sing a song on a Sunday yeah. or what have you. Do you know? Yeah. And, and all the family be standing around. And, do you know, you have the audience ca- clapping like seals. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, and then Dahi likes it. He He's good at it. I mean, I know they've had... Gay Byrne used to do it originally. And then, sadly, Ray Darcy was given the task for two years. That was embarrassing for everybody, uh, including Ray. Uh, and then Dahi took it over, and he seems to be the, the hit now. They they seem to like him. He's been doing it for years. So, uh, but it's a bit diddly-idle, isn't it? It's ridiculous. It's like something out of the 40s, you know. And then the papers are covered the next day with the winner and all about them. And surprisingly, like, a lot of the women are quite intelligent. I mean, some of them are, you know, scientists. Yeah. And some of them have gone into politicians. Uh, some of them have gone into politics as well, by the way. Yeah. One or two of them have gone into politics. Yeah. So they're not, you know, they're not women, empty-headed women. Uh, and that's So why do you think they're entering it? Is it a bit of attention, maybe, or it's like, launch their um, career? It has to be a launch pad for their career. And... Um, it has to be a, a kind of residual sense of, you know, am I good enough and does everyone love me and am I gorgeous? And this, that, and <laughs> it's embarrassing. I've seen it, of course, I've seen it years and years ago. And um, it literally just reminds me of old farms where people put cattle up and, mm. you know, everyone... So why is it so food. popular? I mean, particularly in the southern half of the country, it seems to be extremely popular. And they just can't wait to see it. And the crowds, I mean, they pack the place out for the two days of the li- of event, which is covered live on RTE and given so much airtime as well. So why do you, why do you think it's so popular? It's that backward thinking, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a bit diddly idle kind of. It is. It's that mentality. Um, and, you, you know, traditions down, you know, that end of the country or whatever, and all those rural areas mm. um, stick like glue and they kind of don't move with the times. But, I mean, I... I I think if you if you did a poll with twenty you know twenty year old girls now in Dublin, would they put themselves forward for that? I don't know. I think they would. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Ashling, would you put yourself forward for the Rose of Tralee if you could? Like, would you? Great crack, Great crack she said. Great crack. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on a second, hey. Ashling. Yes. Would you honestly? Now I know you're a little bit too old I'm now. Too unfortunately, old. you're past it. I'm a little bit past it. Yeah, yeah. and look. It wouldn't be for me now getting up on stage. And, well, there you go. That's exactly what Lisa's saying. No, but hang on a second. I know, I, I see where Lisa's coming from, but I do know girls before that, you know, a few years ago, I'd gone down to the Rose Tralee, a girl I knew was, was a Dublin Rose. And I have to say, the crack was 90. And the girls in it, they all say that whatever about winning it, it's about the friendships that they make, that they, they have. Ah, that's all true. No, genuinely. I'm telling you. It's like, it is a tradition. It's this, it's kind of, it's a culture for them all, almost. And the girls... Is it not a bit diddly idle, outdated, miha, waha? No, well, look, I'd love if there was someone listening today that, you know, entered the Rosary and could tell you them themselves because they will all come out and say, no, not unlike the beauty pageants that people will say, oh, it was real cutthroat and was awful and all the rest of it. The Rosary does seem... Are you telling me they all don't want to win it? No, but it doesn't even come from... It, it, of course they want to probably win it as well now, to be fair. But the like friendships and everything else that they gain from it, I'm telling you... I, but I, you could gain that from going to your local pub on a Saturday night. <laughs> not anymore, you can't. <laughs> not anymore, you can't. Particularly if it's after 8 o'clock. Anyway, it's but... It's kind <laughs> of like Christmas, isn't it, Niall? Do you know the way, you know, most of the country would see it, uh, you know, predominantly Catholic. It's not really... People just automatically say that, but 
you go to a christening and it's all jigs and ceremony. It's all old stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Tradition, that's all. I mean, don't get me I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with traditions. Traditions can be nice sometimes, you know, and part of our cultural heritage and all that kind of carry on. You know, two two lads played a bear on in a pub. I'm, I'm okay with all that stuff. Brilliant. Yeah. But not, not the, that's the backward stuff where women are being judged by, you know, what they look like or how they play a flute or <laughs> sing a song or recite. And, you know, and then you'll get the one from America who's aunties dog was an Irish wolfhound <laughs> you know his auntie's dog was an Irish wolfhound but stay there for a second because Ian Ian you're oh, classic it's, how are you her his auntie's dog was an Irish wolfhound Go that, on. Was good, that was a good one yeah so Ian yeah. do you watch the Roses really I do not I, I don't watch RT and people you know when it's going to be on People would be asking me would I watch it. No, I, I'd rather have I, I'd rather have Cat Age Niles, to be honest than watch that shite. You know, you know you're done. Like when Father Ted is parody and yeah, you know, with their lovely the lovely girls, the lovely girls competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. every time I see the episode in Father Ted, I just die laughing at the thoughts of all these numpties up the stage <laughs> praying like a cattle march. You know, the may as well be. But, yeah, but around. okay, but it, but it, you can't argue that it's extremely popular. Ah, geez, yeah, but you're like, you know, who's, so, watch who's watching it? It gets massive ratings on TV. Lisa, there's another thing, Lisa, with Annie, and it gets massive ratings on RTE. Yeah, but sure, if you put live executions on TV, you'd watch that too, I'm just saying. It if is. I'm just saying. It is. I'd watch it all day long. I <laughs> <laughs> sure. And is there anything entertaining in it at all for you? Ah, uh, there isn't. No, it is. No, sure, they may as well all be going around in a circle, mooing at each other. Oh, this is terrible. This is awful. I, did, I expected some people to come on and just say, at least say, give me some sort of positivity here. And no, say, Nash, it's lovely. It's <laughs> an absolute sickener. And, and, you know, you're paying your 160 quid licence to watch that pile of poo. Right, Okay. Be- you wouldn't be doing it. Well, there are people out there who would think, you know, that the 160 quid just for that alone is worth it. Ah, oh, Jesus. I could think of better, better ways to spend money now. <laughs> stay, stay there for a second. I want to go to John as well. John, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, John? Afternoon, Noel. Afternoon, John. Don't get too angry, Jesus. It's no, Christmas. What happened to the swim section? Uh, swim. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was never a swimwear section, I think, in the Rose of Tralee. There was, wasn't there, one stage? Uh, well, I don't Remember know. When you went back to Uncle Gary no, and all the rest no. of it was kind of a bit. Don't that's know. Miss World you're thinking of. That, yeah, I think that's Miss World. Do you remember, oh. do you remember Eric and Juliet Miss Morley World. or something, whatever their names were, they used to sit there. He was an yeah. odd-looking chap, God bless him. Uh, you but, <laughs> <laughs> so do you watch it, John? No. I remember watching it look years ago when you had only RT1 and RT2 and you were small. You were forced to watch a load of crap on RT1 and 2. But Do you remember that other one, The Tops of the Town? Do you remember The Tops of the Town? Yeah, but since I got a, but since I got a better television and more channels, then I can watch other things. But I just want to say, Lisa's full of shite there, basically. Uh, can you not stop using that word on the radio? It's Christmas. Well, I'll tell you why, because she's talking about women's lib there, which is fine and all the rest of it. But no woman was ever forced onto the stage at gunpoint. Get on or else. No, 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 I'm not suggesting for a minute people are forced to do it. And and don't get me wrong, there are loads of people out there, you know, who love us. I'm, you know, I don't want to be too hard on the competition in case the organisers are listening. I don't don't watch it himself there, Niall. Yeah, maybe John does secretly watch it. 
No, I didn't actually. I, you know, I turned around one night for a laugh. And I had to turn her off again because I just said, what the hell is this load of rubbish about? Because Seriously. you were disappointed that the swimsuit section wasn't Yeah, I was exactly <laughs> disappointed. That's, I was looking for that section. I said, where's that section? section. But see, John, the Rosers Lee was never really about... Very disappointed, Niall. Yeah, but no, hold on. But the Rosers Lee is different to other competitions or pageants, so to speak, because it was never about... Well, it was never meant to be about you know, how somebody looks. It was more about, you know, somebody's personality. Yeah, well, their talent, their personality, and they're, you know, representing their county or representing their whatever it is in America they happen to come from uh, with their Irish great, great wolfhound, whatever it was, <laughs> related to an Irish wolfhound. So that, that's... Oh, yeah. Well, do me a favour, both of you. Stay there for a second because I want to go to Catherine as well because Catherine, you're an Ireland's classic. Now, Catherine, you? you were a Dublin Rose. Oh, I was. So I was four years ago now... I entered the Dublin Rose, and I am by no means a quiet girl. I'm a, tw- I was a 24 year old girl from Tala at the time. Right. I've tattoos. I've my nose pierced. I dyed my hair all different colours. You sound like Ruth, my producer. <laughs> like I'm not your typical. I wasn't your typical 24 year old. I'm quite loud, and I went into it thinking that it was going to be so reserved, and I was going to stand out like a sore thumb, and I didn't. Right. I have made friends for life doing it. I have done the most amazing experiences. I volunteered in an orphanage in Belarus through it, um, through um, mm-hmm. Ada Roach's Chernobyl okay. um, Foundation as well. I have gone on to literally four years later, one of my best friends, two of my best friends are now girls that I went through the whole experience with. Um, the girl who was chosen from our year group, um, Maria Coughlin at the time, she was the Dublin Rose. She is still one of my closest friends. A lot of us went down and cheered her on in Trilly. It is not the typical... Um, Beauty pageant. Prissy, prissy girls prouncing, prouncing around all the time. Yeah, John, by the way, John, one of our callers said... John, yeah, John, the caller wants to know where the swimsuit section was. <laughs> <laughs> the swimsuit section was never on the road in Trilly, and I can confirm that. <laughs> But the and other thing is, uh, sorry, John. Uh, yeah. Niall, can I ask that lady a question? Yeah, she sounded like she had great crack. What? What? what, so, what? She sounded like she's marvelous crack. But <laughs> she forced onto the stage and said, if you not. don't get on the stage, oh, you'll be in terrible trouble. You're letting down the women. Absolutely <laughs> not. So what you what you did was you sat with the person who was going to be interviewing you through the interview process. Um, on stage with your family and friends in the room and they went through everything you wanted to talk about. So they, they, you knew what you were going to be talking about before you even got on stage. So there wasn't oh. something thrown at you that you didn't have to answer. Yeah, so I mean, uh, okay, yeah, I mean, there isn't, I don't think there's any of those questions about, you know, how are you going to solve world peace? You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it traditionally. I didn't get somebody to sponsor me the way normal people did. Lisa, um, oh, well, hang, hang on, Captain, just for a second. Lisa, are you still there? Yeah, I am. Not. Yeah, now do you feel bad for giving out about the Rose of Tralee now? Catherine sounds like a lovely girl. No, she does sound like the a lovely, lovely girl's girl. competition. And, and I'm glad she had a good experience. But I think just what Catherine was saying there that um, you you know what you're going to be asked on the stage, that, that's a bit of an insult to a woman's intelligence, Catherine, because that's kind of suggesting that you wouldn't have the capacity to you know, answer a question on the spot. That's but no, unfair. it's not really, because you could be asked a question on the spot if you were to say something and they followed up with an answer. You were just given the points of, like, whether it was who, what kind of thing you wanted to talk about your family, because everybody might want to get onto the stage and speak about their family history. 
I mean, that's. Well, I mean, no, no, Lisa. Uh, but hang on, Lisa. With, with respect, that's fair enough. I mean, if I've been on RTE, for example, as you know, I've been on the Cutting Edge and a few other programs and RTE panel shows, and they generally will tell you what questions might be asked. Now, they might yeah. add lib around that, but they. I mean, so yeah. it's, it is okay just to prepare well, people. Like, I'm a foster child, and when I was on stage and they ask you about your family and stuff like that, there's stuff I wouldn't have wanted to be asked, no matter where I'm going to be on stage or no matter who's interviewing me there's always going to be stuff so there has to be boundaries to it yeah but is it but Catherine the whole the whole question today is and and we're obviously trying to keep it a bit light hearted but in in saying that is is the whole idea and the concept of pageants per se you know and it is a pageant as such right Yeah. but is it not all a bit outdated I mean women at least at the point that women are fighting for rights for years and then all of a sudden we're lauding over this competition which is just for women and where we put women up on a stage over the years of this now, um, there has been women who have kids have been involved in it. Women who might necessarily who are gay as well have been involved in it. I watched two of my closest friends from the Rose of Tralee get married in July. Mm. From it, do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not the stereotypical pageant per se that it was years ago. It is. Is it a bit old fashioned, but still, is it different? It is perceptive completely different. I have been the makeup artist no, for the Dublin Centre for years as well. So mm. I've been involved behind the scenes since I was, it like, since I had participated in it. I've been behind the scenes, so I've seen both sides of it. Yeah, John, so you wanted to ask, Catherine? Yeah, I just want to say another thing as well um, <laughs> for the shows that I've ever seen. It also builds up a woman's self-esteem. Yeah. Very much on stage. Because if was... a woman can come I, I remember once that stood out. This woman came on and she, she read a poem. It was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But there was also a, a girl from... Reply. You know, that's what I a think... A girl from... I tell you, you said you never watched it, John. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it years ago. Oh, years ago. Oh, years ago. There was also a girl from Carlo. I think her name was Sean a few years ago. Yeah. And she had... She had a young daughter who was in the audience for the Rose of Tralee, and that girl didn't have the most amazing upbringing. There was a background of drugs history and drink history in her life. But she got up there and she spoke about how far she's come in her life, raising her daughter and stuff like that. When I tell you, it is not there to put women down. It's there to build them back up. See, Lisa, now I feel bad. I feel guilty now, Lisa. You should feel guilty too. No, I don't feel guilty. It's what people don't see behind the scenes. Like, yes, the whole week, the two nights of it, but you don't see the week before that of the, all the events that go on. You don't see the events while the, each county girl is being picked. You don't see the events after it. Like, I spent five days in an orphanage in Belarus with the most amazing children, thanks to the Rose of Trilly. But you could have done that without the Rose of Trilly. No, you can't, because you have, to, you have to go through certain... Because you're telling me every <laughs> you're telling me every volunteer in Belarus in an orphanage has to go through the roads of Trilly. No, they don't have to go through the roads of Trilly, but it's an That's advantage of doing it because they work close with it. But yeah, but, you, yeah, but, but, but I think, no, I think the point she's making, Lisa, is it gave her those opportunities to do things that she may not have thought of before or that she may not have Absolutely. wanted to do before. So it I gave her opportunities. Yeah, I wasn't. That wasn't my prior. Like twenty four, that wouldn't have come into most twenty four year olds' lives. But it came up to me. And it, it like it came onto the table for me, and I was so like I went to meetings, and I was still so unsure about doing it. And when I came back, I would have packed my bags and left 
24 hours later if I could have to go back. Yeah, but see, you Catherine, you have to understand what we get to, what we get to see is the two days on the yeah, telly and that's what with I'm young saying, ones jumping only, up on a stage playing tin whistles and singing songs. Get to see, but there's so, so much more to it. There is so much more to it than what people see for the two nights on the telly. Okay, I'm just looking at some of the text coming in. That Lisa one is just jealous. She is too old to qualify for the Roses of And ought to be worried about the Christian fella, John, looking for the swimwear section. I think he's just a dirt bird, says Patrick. <laughs> It was never part of the Rose. It was never part of the Rose. I mean, what? By the way, Catherine, you know, as a, a young woman in Ireland from Tala, what do you think of the Miss World and the Miss Universe and the Miss Ireland now, and all those and pageants? Here's my thing as well. My big worry about it was when I entered Rose I'm not a small girl. I'm a plus size girl, so that was always a big worry for me. Now, for the Miss Ireland and stuff like that, yeah, I would never, to me, I would never be appealing to open myself to that because like that, you have to stand on the stage in a swimsuit and you have to parade around in outfits that mightn't be comfortable for you and nobody, like, you're mm. going to get judged on it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? To me, that's, and that's just my personal experience. But like that, you get judged on everything you do, no matter whether it's laughing or having a wrong opinion, everybody's going to judge you no matter you, what you do. And by the way, in relation to the Rose of Chalet, is there rules around what you're allowed to wear on stage? Like, are you allowed, not. Can you wear a mini skirt and boots, if you like? It's it's traditionally... Um, an evening dress. Yeah. An evening dress, yeah. But like, it doesn't have to be a full long dress. Kirsten, um, Kirsten the Waterford Rose a few years ago, who became the Rose of Chalet, she wore a short white dress. Okay, all right. So there's no you particular I mean? rule there's around no showing off flesh. Absolutely not. And like my friend Jen um, power lifted, like dead weight lifted on stage for her talent. And she went off and got changed into her gym clothes. Right. Okay. 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 So there's no, like, and it's not all singing. It's not all poems. Like we had somebody doing kickboxing. Um, we had people tap dancing for their talent. Then we had like Jen dead weight lifting after coming out on being in a ball gown. Like, do you know right, what okay. I mean? So you don't you don't have to have. I mean, you your talent can be anything you want you it to be. You don't have to do a talent either. Like, it's oh, do not you not? Written. No, you don't because if you think about it, there's so many girls whose interviews might be a little bit longer than somebody with a talent. And anybody who doesn't have a talent, their interview is just a little bit longer, so that they're all on stage for the amount, same amount of time. Okay, and what do you do now? By the way, Catherine, what are you up to now? I'm a makeup artist. <laughs> okay, well done. Well done, all right. All right, listen, Catherine, thanks for coming on and defending the Roses today. I'm glad somebody defended it today. Uh, Lisa wasn't happy with it. She thinks it's an outdated concept. John is wondering where the swimwear section's gone. He <laughs> does party said he's a dork bird. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-008. I want to know if you believe the Rose of Tralee is an outdated concept. As I said, they've changed the rules again. Uh, going back a few years ago, they changed the rules to include women who had children. Now they've changed them again, saying that you can be married, you can be transgender, you can be anything you want to be, really. Um, so anybody can kind of enter once you're under the age of 29 and you're not a bloke. Uh, the number's 087-188-008. Do you think it's an outdated idea and concept? Or do you think it's a wonderful thing all together for all the lovely girls? It is Ireland's Classic Hits. Mick, hi, you're on the air, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you doing? Well, mate, how are you going? Good, Mick. Any news? <laughs> yeah, no, not at the moment. It's just, just, just like one of those conversations. We're just two mates having a conversation. Yeah. But, but yeah, tell me about the Rose of Tralee. Do you watch it? I do. Right. I certainly do. And like one of your other buckles that were on earlier there, it was because it became a tradition because we only had the one or two channels. So you, you sort of had to watch it. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was. It is funny. It can be funny. Okay. 
you know. I, I, I think I just, it's hilarious, by the way, personally, but for yeah, different reasons. Yeah, yeah, for different reasons. <laughs> it, it, I like the, the, the girl on there. It, it's it's an opportunity. It, it, it does open doors for women. There's no question about it, it, it no matter how much you like it or hate it. Um, it, it was just something to look forward to. We actually used to look forward to it in our house when it was coming on. And would you watch yeah, it for the two? It's on for what two nights, isn't it? Two nights yeah, on the telly. It's on over two nights. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Gay Byrne was the master at it. Ray Darcy made a Hames of it. Yeah. I never really came on it. The, probably one of the best um, presenters of it only got one go at it, and that was Derek Davis, the late Derek Davis. He was. Oh, did he do it as well? I just forgot. Uh, yeah, I forgot one, he did it. Yeah. He did one year, and he was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And I think maybe he was too funny. They didn't like the approach he took to it. Maybe I don't know. Right, but at least bit genuine. You have like look at Dahi O'Carroll would make anybody cringe, or <laughs> Dahi, whatever his name is. Dahi O'Shea, yeah, yeah. But, but mind you, they obviously cringe. like him. He's been doing it for a few years now. Ah, yeah, but look at you, you could do it tomorrow, and I still like the show. Ah, Jason, no, I think if you I know? did, they'd take me off the air very quickly. <laughs> but look at <laughs> this thing about transgender. That's just that drive. That will be the thing that clinches it for me not to look at it anymore. What are you serious? Oh. They have their own, they have their own they have their own pageant they have their own well thing. I'm sure there is a miss tra- there probably is there a miss is, transgender is, yeah I absolutely know and it goes on in Kerry as well now oh does it oh, I didn't know I the miss transgender was in Kerry I have a friend who has attended it's called the alternative that's what they used to call it back in the day the alternative roses for me and it was for drag queens and such like that to dress up and oh and well, in fairness drag queens are not transgenders you know yeah okay I'm just saying they do have some might be. pageants all over the world. I ask you this. Can a female enter one of their pageants? Well, I imagine not, no. There you go. So it's 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 like you're one playing the you're one playing the darts. <coughs> she should, you know, I was delighted she got back because she shouldn't be in it. Right, okay. Well, that's just your opinion on it. But getting back to the Rose of Chile itself, yeah, right, and, right. and forget about the rules for the moment, but I mean, do you not think some people are texting in saying it's the, it's a cringe fest? But that's, everybody has an opinion. That's, that's their opinion. It's not everybody thinks that, though. You, you've said it repeatedly that lots of people love it. Yeah, well, but some people do, yeah, and yeah. Look, there's some people, Niall, when that show is on, that is the, it, it breaks the record for... Oh, it does, yeah, yeah. So it, maybe maybe that says more about Irish people than it does about television performances. But <laughs> maybe so, Niall, but why take it off the air? People are doing nothing only give out about the late, late show. But they still, it's still, a still watch it, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right, mate. You you are right. I mean, if look, if that's what people want to watch, how are you, Noel? Yeah, I think you're you're having a bit of a father Ted attitude there uh, with all your lovely girls. You know, I can't for the life of me understand Irish people that look at simplistic Irish values and customs and they slag it off. You know, like here's the generation that we're raiding now. I suppose over the years, mm. they don't know how to play an instrument. They can sit down all day with their false nails and their false tan, false oil lashes, false ID, false hair pieces, false extensions, and they think they're living the life. <laughs> Whereas anybody with a natural talent and beauty can get up on a stage and uh, either sing a song, play a whistle or a guitar or a banjo or recite a poem, and they're blasted over for being proud of their Irish culture. Jesus, no wonder the country's gone down the tubes. Bah humbug. Happy Christmas, Morris. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.